The Smash Daily Podcast, weekdays on 1071 The Big Z, radio for the river bend. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. And now, live from the headquarters of Smash Daily at WBGC, get ready racing fans, it's time for some track talking. I put the end of it together like that, man. I, I just, like that. I just thought it was a kick-ass end right yeah, there. Yes, yes. Hey, it's the time to do a little track talking, talking track right here. DJ and the Smash, Doug Jenkins, Smash with you right here. And if anybody in this area knows the track, I'm talking about car racing, that is Doug Jenkins right there. One half of the voice of what is uh, Tri-City Speedway. And I got to say, there's only one race to really be thinking about this weekend as far as the the huge is concerned. Great local racing and everything. Mm-hmm. But we're talking the Indy 500, man. The Indy 500. The the reason I am a race fan. Well, well one, of the, one of the many reasons I'm a race fan. I am going. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, checked in. Got my digital tickets a few moments ago. So yeah. we're all set and ready to go. Me and the oldest boys heading over there on Saturday yeah. and going to have a blast. It'll be good. I wonder if I am going to be able to keep my composure when I hear this song. <laughs> Before Jim Neighbors died, this was the last time he ever performed that. Oh, no yeah. yeah, they rolled him out for this one. Getting a little misty hearing it right now. Oh, man. He was crying when he was singing it because he knew it was his last time singing it. And he was dying. He knew he was dying. I guess we should listen to him more. Come on, Jim. How I long for my Indiana home. I always love Jim Neighbors, man. It was, it was wild to see him as Gomer Pyle, then all of a sudden he's an opera singer like this, man. Mm-hmm. It's really pretty astounding. But, boy, he was the, the voice of that song for so many years there at the – and everybody waited for – and, you know – I ain't saying people made fun of him. People kind of like semi didn't take him seriously because of his Gomer Pyle act. Right. And then all of a sudden he's like normal and singing operatic is like, wow, what a transformation. Yeah, exactly. And man, it, it, talk about a classy guy. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He really was. So there's that. There's the uh, yeah. national anthem. There's a yeah. flyover. There's a gentleman start your engines. I wonder oh, yeah. who's going to do that this year. Mm. Uh, but. Uh, Danica Patrick's driving the honorary pace car this year. Oh, no kidding. Yep, yep. She won't have Aaron Rodgers sitting next to her. Doesn't look that way. No, I wouldn't no. think so. No, I mean, all the all the the the, the pomp and circumstances, yeah. ceremony, yeah. the uh, just the whole atmosphere. Right. Uh, I think that's just as impressive as the race itself. Oh yeah, definitely. So, where are you sitting? Do you know? 
Uh, north end of in the uh, short shoot between three and four. Yeah, I was going to say three. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be good because they really come around that corner. When mm-hmm. I, I when I went, we did the infield many many times. But when I went to the actual race, it was in the first turn, and that was pretty impressive. But boy, you seen them going at the big what two hundred twenty miles an hour, if not more. Right. And so that's got to be quite a sight seeing them coming down that way as fast as they can come. I, I can't wait. I know. Uh, I, I know you can't see all the track from any sp- one yeah. spot because I was there even before they built up yeah. the pagoda and everything else. Right, and you couldn't the see, pagoda. But, uh, but just being there, I'm sure they've got the big screens there. I would think they would. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't been to the track in all these years. In fact, the last time I went was the year, I think it was Rick Mears won the thing that year. His 80, fourth one? 81, 82, something like oh, that. Oh, okay, one of his first ones. Uh-huh. And... Um, that was, like I said, I was in the first turn, and that was, there was a big, big debate going about, well, they lost the big engines and the big sounds of the engines, because as soon as the cars started up, they sounded like, you know, a, a swarm of bees. <laughs> exactly right, man. And there was a, a big, tickle. well, there was a big, <laughs> big uh, controversy going on because of the fact that the cars now sounded like bees, right. as opposed to <clears throat> like that, you know? But everything changes. That was near the uh, beginning of the turbocharge era. Yeah, back right. Then. Uh, that's right, man. Parnelli Jones wasn't he the guy who had the uh, turbo machine, and then it blew out uh, on. He with had two the light- turbine. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a big difference there, isn't it? Yes, because a turbine engine uh, is not a pushrod piston that's right. engine. That's right. Uh, it's uh, it's something like you'd see on the World War II bombers. Yeah, right. Oh, uh, and man, they were fast, but they didn't last. Yeah. It didn't last enough to go 500 miles, I'll tell you no, that. I no. remember that very well. Uh, I remember several of them uh, made it 450 miles, yeah. but, but getting that last 50 miles, you, you yeah. have to finish first, yeah. or you have exactly to finish right. exactly before right. you finish first. Who's the pole sitter this year? Because I, I haven't paid all that close of attention. Uh, one of the Ganassi Racing uh, guys, uh, Scott Dixon. Scott, fourth time on the pole. Does it feel any sweeter than the first three? Uh, unfortunately, you always think about the ones that got away. You know, we ran out of fuel on one of them, I think, in, uh, I don't know what year that was, 2011 or something. But um, this one felt especially good. You know, I think when you see the depth of the NTT IndyCar series right now and just the competition level and, and you know, looking at even the top, you know, the two manufacturers fighting it out hard in the Fast 9. But, a, you know, a huge shout-out to Honda. Kudos to them for, for seven of the nine spots. And, uh, yeah, it's... It, uh, I think as, you know, the longer that I've been in the sport, the appreciation for these accomplishments becomes even more because I realize just how hard they are. So, uh, you know, the first championship I won in 2003, I really had no idea what I'd done. And now it's, uh, it's I don't know, it's a team effort, man. I'm so proud of these guys and the effort that they put in. And uh, to get four Ganassi cars in the Fast 9, every team would dream of that. I tell you what, man, I remember meeting Chip Ganassi in his early, early days. They had us a suite, our radio station there. And they were introducing some of the guys, and they introduced him. And he was just young in the business as far as being a car owner is yeah. concerned. And uh, he was just a bright-eyed, sunny kid. And now, look at him. He's one of the big names as far as racing is concerned. And he's done so much better as a car owner than he ever did as a driver. Yeah, right. Which, exactly which right. Which is often the case. Uh, looking at NASCAR, Richard yeah. Childress uh, never won a sanctioned NASCAR race. He, he won an outlaw NASCAR yeah. race at Metrolina Speedway back in the uh, late 70s. Uh, I learned that on uh, Dale Earnhardt's uh, Junior's show, oh, yeah. on, show on Peacock, uh, The Lost Speedways. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, now he never won anything as far as a NASCAR sanctioned race. Yeah. Went to being a car owner and won seven champion, or well, most of 
uh, seven championships with mm-hmm. Dale Earnhardt Sr. Mm-hmm. So uh, you got to have car owners in the sport, yeah. too. And if you can't make it as a racer or you just don't care to, yeah. car owners, you know, they're, they're needed as well. Yeah, exactly right. What time does that start? I think 11 a.m. St. Louis time, right? Um. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're going to pick up the pre-race coverage at eleven right here on the Big Z. I got gotcha. you. And about forty-five minutes after that, they right should on. be taking the green flag. Also, oh, the Big Z's got uh, the five hundred on. Yes. The yes. Woo! That's going to be killer. Mm-hmm. I'm a listening. And by the way, listen through Alton dailynews.com you get just a crystal clear signal to be fantastic the big z app that's another good uh good option as yep, well yep, yep yep good point that's doug jenkins smash with you right here mm-hmm. we're just talking track we got about five minutes left what's the bets on anybody as far as winning the race is concerned hard to bet against uh the andretti auto sports team yeah. this year um, there, there are so many uh, great options, and yeah. they've got Honda Power, which most people think is going to be the ones to beat. Uh-huh. But you know, I'm, I'm not convinced that uh, we're not going to hear something from Ed Carpenter. He's been very close, yeah, over the years. He's running a Chevy. He's the grandson of uh, Tony Holman, ah. uh, whose family owned the Indianapolis yeah, Motor right. Speedway up until a couple of years ago when they right. sold to Roger Penske. Uh, and he's also a sentimental favorite because he's the only guy in the field this year and has been for a number of years that actually uh, slung the dirt at the Illinois State Fairgrounds in the champ cars. Uh, really? Yeah, he, he didn't spend a lot of time in the champ cars, yeah. but enough that uh, that I'll claim him. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and he's always been fast. Uh, he's a yeah. crowd favorite. He lives uh, right there in Indianapolis, which a lot of drivers do now. But Nowadays, he was born yeah. and raised there. Yeah. Uh, so him and. I'm going to say Helio Castroneves has a chance, too. First time he's I always competing. always liked him. Yeah. Especially on Dancing with the Stars. But that's just me. Exactly. That, that yellow suit was just, just the bomb. <laughs> I remember the yellow yeah. suit. Uh, he's racing for a, uh, a satellite team of the uh, Andretti, uh, kind of like... Um, Kind of, kind of like uh, it's a separate team, but they get a lot of support from Andretti Autosports. Uh-huh. This is the first time he's ever competed in the 500 without uh, being under the Penske banner. Yeah, so that's going to be different. Yeah, but uh, he has three wins. It would not hurt my feelings to see him become a four-time winner. Yeah, that would be great. I, I, I used to say no, we we don't need any more after Rick Mears got his fourth. Yeah. to join uh, Al Unser Senior and mm-hmm. AJ Foyt, mm-hmm. I thought you know what, three is enough. But you know, Helio, he's he's the kind of guy where he's I a think special he, driver, man. He, he really is. Uh, he's got a great personality. I would be just fine seeing him join the club of four time winners. All right, we'll see what happens uh, when we come back next week. In fact, uh, we come back Tuesday. Why don't we just do a, a talking track on Tuesday? Also, we can do that. That's yeah. a good idea because that way we can talk to five hundred. Because based on the weather, it may be backed up another day anyhow. So oh, I we don't, don't know. Think so. No, no, I, I you got think faith. it's going to be. Oh, you're, I got faith. We're going to have sunshine in mid seventies. Okay. How about racing here uh, in the uh, Riverbend area? Had a special race this past Tuesday night, uh, uh-huh. Flow Racing Night in America. Kind of a made-for-TV special. Uh, Bobby Pierce Jr. Uh, won the uh, ten thousand dollar to win late model show. Nice. They were fighting rain all night long, but they got the show in. Yeah. Uh, Nick Hoffman, a Belleville native who lives in North Carolina now. Because his dad builds NASCAR engines, and uh, ah. he moved down there when he was just a tyke. He stays, yeah. He's now still down there, won the modified portion. But the Friday night before that at Tri-City Speedway, Mike Harrison uh, continued his hot streak, picking up victory uh, both there and at Highland Speedway on Saturday night. He now has 568 career wins. 568. Nice. Uh, here's a little bit about uh, 
what he had to say after the Friday night win. It was a tricky track right up there on the top. You had to be on your game. Yeah, you know, and we're just uh, we're we're still learning stuff, and we threw a little something at it. Uh, we'll throw a little something at it for this feature here, and uh, I, I no, I don't like it. It made me made me sweat. I'll tell you that. So, uh, but I mean, unless we try it, we don't know, you know. So we uh, we just threw a little something at it, just trying to uh, get better and. And, I mean, it might have been better if the track was smooth and slick, but uh, just the way the track was, it just it wasn't no good. So we'll have to write that down and remember not to do that again when the track's like this. Now, is that a symptom of the sprint cars? Do they do something different to the track than late models do? No, no, just, uh, I, mean, ain't nothing, I mean, nothing wrong with it. Just, uh, like I said, we're just trying stuff, you know. I mean, this, this car is new to us, and... Uh, I mean, we're just, we're just, it, it's, it's fast to begin with, and we're trying to make it fast, but sometimes we make it slower when we try to make it faster. So sometimes we just got to learn to keep our hands off of it and go race. And that he did. Yeah. Beautiful, man. Nice pick up on, as far as the audio is concerned, man. Thank to you. have that touch in this talking track thing that we do, that's, that's good. I applaud you on that. Thank you. So I would say that's it for today. I'll be watching at Indianapolis 500. I'll be looking for you in the uh, stands over there. Will you have like a sign or anything you'll be holding up? Just look for the guy with the really pale legs. <laughs> we'll be looking towards the lower torso, I'm sure. Exactly. All right, that's Doug Jenkins. Smash right here. DJ in the smash. We're just talking track right here on WBGZ.